Hello and welcome to the Yard Talk Podcast. Today is Wednesday, September 16th, and we are talking anything and everything sports today. How are you doing, guys? I'm doing good, Joe. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. Abs- I'm doing absolutely wonderful. Solid Brent. day. Boy, stop interrupting. Coop asked how I was doing. Come on. I don't care. Let's show some respect here. Come on. It's a respectful podcast. You know what? For dinner, I had McDonald's, and for lunch, I had Popeyes. I'm starting to realize I'm not an 18-year-old kid anymore. Yeah, I can't Brendan, eat that's not, that way. That's not good. Wait, no. <laughs> Brent. Dude, no. before I could, like, when I was 18, I could have McDonald's three times a week, and all I'd right, be fine. All right. Oh, sorry, three times on the same day, but still. <laughs> now it's, I'm getting old. I need a salad, a protein shake. I don't know, man. <laughs> that does not sound like a good Tuesday. Salad. Yeah. No, no. All right, let's let's uh, let's get right into it. So we're going to start off with a new segment. We're calling it Hotter Than Hot Takes. So what we're going to do is we are going to each go in a line, and we're going to say a hot take, and then the next guy's hot take has to be hotter than the last guy's hot take. And the way we're going to judge that is if, uh, if, if a unanimous vote is stated that yours was not hotter than the last guy's hot take, you have to state a different hot take that will be hotter. All right, let's get right to it. Um, Brendan, you start. For mine, I will be bringing it to golf. I'm going to say that the winner of the U.S. Open will finish at or worse than six over. I 100% agree with that statement. And I'm going to make some just some statements. Um, one, Tiger Woods said that this is one of the most difficult golf courses he's ever played at. And that says a lot because, you know, my God, the guy's been around forever. It's Tiger fucking Woods. Tiger fucking woods. Two, if you look at the layout of the course, not only is the rough punishing and the greens are terrible, but I don't know why, but all the greens are like in this rectangular form. And it looks like a computer generated the most fucking impossible course that they could imagine. And they put it as, you know, wink foot. Like (laughs) it just looks like it was meant to screw you over. I agree. Number three. Yeah. Hold on. Has any has anyone ever finished plus six before? Like to win hey, a tournament? I have the stats up right here. So they've played what is this? Five US opens at Wingfoot. Um they finished in 1929 plus or six over and fifty-nine, two over, and seventy-four, the winner finished seven over. Eighty-four, the winner finished four under. So that's the only time that someone finished below par. And the last okay. time they played the US Open at Wingfoot was in two thousand six and he finished five over. So maybe it's worse than six over. Maybe it's seven over, but yeah, Brandon, know, Brandon for the, for a hot, for a hot take, you just gave a pretty average score <laughs> that they're going to finish that. Like and, maybe push that one down to eight or something. And that you one that under par, I feel like that's just a fluke. They probably just like saw the f- first three years that they had it before. And they're like, we need to make it easier. And they just cut the rough nice and perfect. Now they're just growing it out again. Yeah. yeah so, um, and then my last point is Byung Hoon On. I'll make it short, but basically, a guy tweeted that he had money on Byung Hoon On to finish like the top 15 for the U.S. Open. Byung Hoon On responded in that tweet saying, "I'm eight over through nine, but good luck with that bet." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is brutal. So we're in for a good tournament this weekend. I'm excited. All right, uh, Kyle. Kyle, beat that hot take. Nuggets take the Lakers to a game seven in the Western Conference Finals. Okay. Do, they, do, do they win that game seven or do they not win that game seven? You know, I've been going back and forth 
because I know they're going to take them to a game seven. All the Lakers fans think they're going to sweep 4-0, and it's not going to happen. I mean, they just destroyed the Clippers in this final game seven, so they're taking momentum in. Uh, you, know, you know, why not? Why not? Let's take the Nuggets game seven winners and go wow, into the finals. That, there it is. That's a hotter take. I'll give you a hotter take than that one. That's good right there. I mean, honestly, though, after what they just did to the Clippers, like – yeah, I have a lot more faith than I did than and, I did if you said that a week ago. And the Lakers Clippers games were close. I mean, it could just be that LA LA rivalry, but at the yeah. same time, like those were nail biters down to the fourth. I mean, okay, I, Kyle, I don't agree with you, but that's what's a hot take supposed to be. Kyle, do you think that because the Nuggets came back in three to one deficits? Um, for two series in a row, and that's the first time it's ever happened in NBA playoffs. Do you think it's going to happen a third time? Come back from a 3-1 deficit to force game seven? You know, they say things come in threes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm you saying, know, yeah. <laughs> that, that would be so insane, insane if, you, if they came back from another 3-1. Oh, man. I think that would almost be as good as LeBron coming back down 3-1 in the finals. Yeah, almost. Yeah, if if they did that in the in the Western Conference Finals and then went on to the NBA Finals and did it again, that would be one of the greatest sports stories of all time. All right, Coop, go ahead. Hotter than the hotter than the hot take. All right, so I'm gonna turn around and continue to hate on the Chargers here, and I'm sorry <laughs> about that, but it's it's not biased or whatever. But I don't think I'm looking at the Chargers schedule right now. They go from the Chiefs to the Panthers, to the Buccaneers, to the Saints, to the Jets. So at five games, Dolphins, Jaguars. I don't think that they win any of those seven games unless they start Justin Herbert with Tyrod Taylor. I don't think you they win a single wait, game you, in seven weeks. Did you just say, did with you just Tyra say Taylor. Jets and Dolphins and, and Jaguars? Yep. yep. Wait, yep. hold on, hold on. Jets, Dolphins, Jaguars. Yes. I, 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 I don't doubt it for a second, Joe. I doubt that. I do not doubt that it. Is, you're telling me they can't take what? Well, first of all, they're probably favored in all three of those. And secondly, they're not going to take one of them? No, unless they start Justin Herbert. I don't think that's the case. I, I, all right, well, we're going to find out. And this the Chargers is, have a top 10 defense. They can just run the ball against those teams. It doesn't matter if you have a top 10 defense if your offense is horrible. They scored 16 points against the Bengals, guys. 16 points. It is the first yeah, their, game. Their defense held the Bengals to 13 points, but still, come on. I mean, if it was week three and they're still doing that, then I would definitely. Well, you're going to find out when they face the Chiefs, Panthers, Buccaneers, Saints real quick. Okay, what well, next week, of. well, the Chiefs are going to demolish them. So give it yes. week three against the Panthers, and then we'll decide. When they that. lose, we'll see from the size there. All right? All right. Okay. All right, fair enough. All right, so I, I honestly have to – up my hot take a little bit um i but i still believe in this i really do i think it's a very much a possibility i'm going baseball here so my hotter than hotter than hotter than hot take is going to be that the cleveland indians as an eight seed the first ever eight seed in the mlb win the world series damn so i th- yeah yeah so i it's got to be high i'm fourth it's got to be high but so here's my reasoning right so they got they got shane bieber at the helm that in a three-game series, that's you win the first game. You congratulations, you won the first game, and then you got the rest of the pitching staff. Are you kidding me? Like, are you kidding me? 
So if they take down the White Sox, then they're going to have to go face the Rays, A's maybe in the next two. Like, I don't know, Rays, A's, or Yankees. They're taking those games. Yeah. And then, at, like, with their pitching staff, it's ridiculous. So I'm saying the first ever eight seed in the history of the MLB will win the World Series. I got a question for you, Joe. I don't know if you know the answer. How have okay. the Indians been playing in the second half, second half, quote-unquote, of the year? They've been better doing than the first? Better than the first. I don't know about better than the first. They've been doing all right. They got – oh, actually, they just got swept by the Twins last weekend. Oh, really? So that wasn't that – Did Beaver fun. lose? Uh, he, he did. That was his first loss of the year. Oh, but he'll be all right. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me check real One quick. One loss. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, but he's, he's gonna, he's gonna, yeah, he has one, he's seven and one. Um, can the Indians hitting keep up with those other teams though? I don't think they're going to, you think they're like the Rays, they can keep up with the Rays. Okay. Yeah. Maybe what about the Yankees though? Yankees? Well, they, they're pitching will dominate the Yankees. It's the White Sox that I worry about. Ooh, the Indians have been doing so bad lately. Oh my God. They uh, lost three out of four to the uh, Royals and then. They got swept by the Twins. Jesus. Oh, wait. They're on an eight-game losing streak right now. All right. So, that makes my hot take <laughs> extremely, extremely that, hot. That hot scorching take is hot. on fire. That thing is burning up the place. So, yeah. It, Indians has an eight seed with an eight-game losing streak. Take the World Series. All right. Yeah, that's a fun one. Oh, God. That's the hottest sauce at Buffalo Wild Wings right there. <laughs> oh, man. I kind of regret that, but I had to do it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's move on. All right, let's get into some Monday Night Football recap. Cooper. All right, so first we have the Steelers-Giants. Steelers won this one 26-16, covered the spread. Ben Roethlisberger was 21 for 32 with 229 yards passing, three touchdowns. Daniel Jones went 26 for 41, 279 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. Juju played well with six receptions, 69 yards, and two touchdowns. And Slayton for the Giants had six receptions, 102 yards, and two touchdowns. Saquon got shut down rushing all night. So that was, that was, that was interesting. Snell you ran really well on the other end, too. Saquon? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just <laughs> – that's ridiculous. <laughs> and I don't even think it's, you know, the Giants' O-line and how they can protect uh, Saquon – I just think the Steelers' D-line is scary. Yeah. They were getting to him so quick. Daniel I Jones, like, I felt bad for him. That was assault. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was a – I don't know the exact stat, but I'm pretty sure it was like seven or eight rushes that Saquon ran for negative yards. Yeah. Who's on that D-line? Is it, isn't it it's one of the, the Watt, Watt brothers on there? It's Watt. PJ. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know the other ones, to be honest with you. But they were I'm all – sure the interception, too. Yeah. The uh, – that There's secondary is good. Mm-hmm. There's a couple scary D lines out there. Like the Washington football team, eight sacks, and they're they're yeah. young. They are. Yeah. Was it? I think every one of them is a first round pick. The Chargers that is D a line is also scary, scary D line. Yeah. Rams D line. Anyone with Donald's good. Yeah. Did you see him pick up or I guess destroy a Zeke? Dude, in that game, you know how strong yeah, you have to be. You have to be so strong to pick up Zeke, who's 230 pounds of pure muscle. Picked him up like he was like a small child. And then just slammed him on the ground. It wasn't even like he yeah. picked him up. He just like threw him like a rag doll. Yeah. He's also crazy. throwing the centers and the guards around too. I mean, the guy's just unreal. Daniel Jones didn't play well either. He had some moments. 
He had some he had no time back there too. Bad moments. He had so oh, much no, pressure. I like I like Daniel Jones. I think he's gonna be all right. Did anyone? Did James Conner like go down, or did he just like get put to the side for Snell? No, no, he went down. He was hurt. Oh, he was. Okay. I, I think he's gonna be all right though. Like he was still on the sideline. He kind of yeah. Looked he looked ready, but he was hurt. All right, then we got Titans Broncos. Titans pulled this one out, sixteen to fourteen. Didn't cover the spread. Ryan Tannehill was twenty nine for forty three. 249 yards passing, two touchdowns. Locke went 22 for 33, 216 yards passing and a touchdown. Derrick Henry ran for 116 yards. Noah Fant for the Broncos had five receptions for 81 yards and a touchdown. I think Locke looked decent, missed a few throws, but still played all right. Tannehill didn't look that great. And Goskowski, what was he doing? That man owes me money. Yeah, that was that was ridiculous. You're telling me you, so they missed the spread by one point, and you have three missed kicks and an extra point that was missed. Like, come on. The only like, you thing, missing... the I kind of defend Goskowski in a in the slightest. He did miss a 47 yarder. That's not like a walk in the park. And then another one got blocked. So it's like, but then the 43 yard is kind of iffy, and the extra points kind of iffy. Coop, Coop, my bet pushes if he makes that extra point. I know. I, I'm not even I, asking for the other three. <laughs> I mean, I am for the win. But I'm, my bet pushes if I get the extra point. Yeah. I just, just don't know just... how – sorry. I just don't know how he can do that after being so good oh, yeah. in New England. Like, he was a lock. He, I'm I mean, pretty sure he had hip surgery. So, I don't know how much that came into play. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you guys see him taking off his shoes on the sideline? I was so confused. I thought he was done. <laughs> I thought he got benched. Maybe he's, he's probably bad changing juju. out to new su- shoes. He's like, all right, these aren't working. Give me some new ones. <laughs> yeah. He was horrible. Like, though. I mean, I don't know. I was, I, I was never a kicker. I never played football. So maybe it's just like a bad juju. Like you have to reset because if you're going out there and, you know, they send him in um, for the game winning field goal, I was surprised that Vrabel actually just didn't put down the unit. Just, you know, Henry run up the middle because you have zero confidence going into that kick. Yeah. No one believes a, in you. As a kicker myself in high school for one year, I think his confidence went down. He missed it. He missed his 47-yarder, pushed it, and then he just got freaking bombarded blo- and then blocked one. So there goes his confidence right there. And then he, had, he made one after that. Like, mm-hmm. when, you mit- when you something gets blocked, you, like, think that it's going to happen again. So you just, like, you rush it kind of thing, you know? And, like, mm-hmm. the freaking Broncos were getting to him. It's not like they were, like – getting blocked and like they were there like it's, it wasn't like an easy kick but they were there besides the extra point that should be made every time i mean he made the most important one but not for us people taking tennessee minus three and yeah not not he for made, us he, he missed, missed the most important, important ones, ones for me baby because i took the broncos <laughs> all right that's gonna wrap it up for the monday night games so we had our we closed out our uh pick and points game which is basically we're gonna pick every single game Every single weekend, we're going to go against and see – we pick it based on the spread. Kyle apparently didn't know that, but we're going to yeah, pick it on I the spread. Yeah, I only pick winners. <laughs> so, <laughs> after this week – so, basically what happens is first place gets for, uh, three points, second place gets two points, third place gets one point, and last place gets no points. Brendan came out on top, so he gets three points. I came in second, two points. Joe – came in third with one point, and Kyle came in dead last with 
a big fat donut. Kyle, Kyle that's a bobber, buddy. Hey, Kyle, get used it to will it, not Kyle. happen again. Oh, that's bullshit. Oh, There's that's no happening again. That is happening again, no doubt about it. Boys, I'm going to be completely honest. I thought I was going 0 for 2 last night. I was real scared. Wait, that I would have gotten 2 and you would have gotten 1, right? If Or we would have tied? For No, if, yeah, you would have gotten 2nd. I would have gotten 3rd. God, that's four, wait, no. four missed kicks. Yeah. Four missed kicks. That's God. But, yeah, so that's that's football for the weekend. All right, let's go into some basketball. Brennan, go ahead. All right, two good games for the night. We had the Heat beating the Celtics in overtime, 117-114, to 114, taking game one of the Eastern Finals. Dragic, Dragic, however the hell you say that, led the Heat with 29, Jimmy Butler with 20, and Tyler – hero with 12 off the bench one shy of a triple double i don't know if you guys know this but this kid is 20 years old Damn. 20 yeah that, that kid's cool. he makes, i watched him make it's weird like, look silly yeah um and then tatum had 30 with 14 rebounds three steals and two blocks leading the celtics and then Damn. smart led with uh 26 points as well adebayo had a clutch block on tatum to seal the game after jimmy butler's Three-point play with 12 seconds left. And the Celtics were 156-1. and one. They've won 92 straight games when leading in the fourth by 12 or more in the playoff game. So now they're 156-2. and two, But <laughs> game two, Thursday at 4 o'clock. So it's going to be a good one. I think Here's the Celtics are going to even it up. I think so, too. This I'm, I'm feeling a game seven here. Yeah, I totally agree. Now we're at the game that everyone wanted to talk about. Nuggets beat the Clippers 104 to 89. Jamal Murray went 15 for 26 with 40 points. Animal. Jokic with 16 points, 22 rebounds. 22. 22. That's insane. 13 assists, two steals, and three blocks. That is a stat line right there. Yeah, that's a stat line. Now I'm going to read some stat lines that aren't as worthy. Kawhi, the Clippers, went 6 for 22 with 14 points, 6 rebounds, and 6 assists. Paul George, who calls himself Playoff P, I think Playoff that title, P. At, no, that's title stripped after this game 7 where he went 4 for 16, 2 for 11 from the 3, and had 10 points, shooting at 13%. Oh my God! How can you call yourself playoff self-proclaimed playoff P and then shoot two for eleven from three? It makes it worse that he calls himself that. It's self-proclaimed, like yeah, you I know. said. <laughs> so the Nuggets deserve this win. They shot forty-nine percent, thirty-five from the three, and ninety-three from the free throw line, while the Clippers only shot thirty-seven percent, twenty-five from the three, and seventy-five percent from the free throw line. The Clippers are now zero and eight on games to go to the finals. They have 50 straight appearances of not making the Western Conference Finals. And this is disappointing because I think everyone wanted Lakers-Clippers in this finals. Like, you know, Kawhi, Paul George both came to L.A. And we would see that team, that you know, that duo combo against AD and LeBron. But, you know, I think I wanted to see that too. But after seeing the Nuggets come back from back-to-back through one deficits, they deserve this. Like, they deserve to play LeBron and AD. Yeah, I was I was rooting for the Lakers versus Clippers matchup because you know, like as an LA fan, that'd be fun to see. But man, like you, you got to give it to the Nuggets. Like they just they just put the Clippers in their place. 
Yeah, and I think that shuts up all the Clippers fans, quote-unquote, whatever fans that are out there saying how they're L.A.'s new team. Like, the Lakers have always been L.A.'s team and always will be. I don't know what people say, but after that embarrassing show out of, you know, going over 8 on clinching games to the finals, they won't be in it. So the Nuggets will go on to play the Lakers on Friday. We'll see if, we'll see if Kyle's hot take comes true, Nuggets in 7. I'm saying – no chance, buddy, but good luck. The only thing that you need to say to the Clippers fans is ask them how many monuments they have outside the Staples Center. True. And they get real quiet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, let's do, some, let's do some NHL. So tonight we had Lightning versus Islanders, um, and the Islanders took this one 2-1 to one in double overtime, and boy, was this a fun game to watch. Jordan Everly with the overtime goal. And honestly, coming into this game, I thought, that, I thought the Lightning were just going to roll – roll over them and uh, give it and give us the, the Stanley cup finals matchup. But man, that was, that was a tough fought game. And it was, it came down to uh, Vasilevsky and Barlamov, the, both the goalies and they just were shut down tonight. And that's, that's gotta be demoralizing for the, for the lightning to go into double OT and then have to come back and play again. And they honestly, they got to stop messing around. So stars are already in stars beat the Knights last night. They got in, in, uh, in five games. And so now this, uh, this series is going six, and if this goes seven, the Stars have an incredible advantage with how fresh their legs will be coming into this series. So we'll see. But Lightning better be careful and not take this one to seven, or else they could put themselves at a disadvantage to start. So let's see in a couple of days what happens. All right, Cal, let's do some golf. Boys, it is major week. we got the U.S. Open at Wing Foot in New York. Purse is 12.5 mil. I think the winner gets about 2.2. Jesus. Oh, yeah. That's a nice, nice little paycheck. Some notable tea times. Tony Finau, DJ, and Bryson Desham Douche at 10, 16 a.m. <laughs> We've got Wolf, Ricky, and Hovland at 10.38. Rose, McElroy, and Scott at 5.07 a.m. That's an early one for us. Uh, I got oh, my, my favorite group right, right here is Morikawa, Tiger, and JT. Good group. It's at 5.07, so got to get up early. And then the last one was uh, Casey Mickelson and uh, Rom at 10.27. Uh, can I just take a moment? Now? On Thursday. Sorry, what was that? On Thursday? Yes. Yeah, okay. Can we take a moment to appreciate these groupings? Like, we have Finau, DJ, and Bryston. Like, these are just the big dogs. Like, they're the big boys. The big they drive at the farthest. The big hitters. Then we have Wolfie, Ricky, and Hovland. You have Ricky, the young at heart. With Hovland and Wolf, who are both like what, 22 and 20? They're rookies. They're rookies. Then we have Rose, yeah. McElroy, and Adam Scott representing England, Ireland, and Australia. That's like the international group. And then we have everyone's favorite, Morikawa, Tiger, and JT, the most likable people. Oh, yeah. I think that's the best group. I, you guys I, personally, I personally think the Matt Wolf, Ricky, and Hovland is the best group, in my opinion. Just because they're so much more fun to watch as like a, not as a golfer, as like a, as people, you know? Like a non-golfer could like hear their conversation and like would yeah. be interested because they're just, they're the boys. Yeah. We relate Any, to anytime them. You see, anytime you see Matt Will swing, it's an interesting sight on TV. Oh yeah. Who you guys got? Xander. You're going to go, you're going to go put a, put a driver in your bag for that too. Cause you can win a driver if, if you, you buy it and you put your money on them. Wait, really? From, yeah. yeah. So Is he Callaway? Yeah. 
Actually, I might do that. I, I like Xander. You know, <laughs> he finished second last. He finished second at FedEx. I want to win myself a driver. How much? How much money do you, Kyle, if you win, or how, or like how much money do you have to put down to win the driver? Oh, you just have to buy the driver. Wait, what? You so buy the you, driver, you and if you win, driver, you get the driver for free. Yes. Stupid! I'm not gonna buy a driver. I already have a driver. Well, yeah, but you get, you get it for free. Buddy. You have two. If drivers. he wins, if you yes. if he wins. And you buy a driver, and you say, "I want put my, I want to put my money slash driver on Xander Shoffley," and he wins. Mm-hmm. You get that driver for free. Brent, Brendan, think about this. Don't you don't you need a fifty gram shaft shaft driver and a sixty gram shaft driver in your bag? Wouldn't that make you a better golfer? You're right. You know, for my twenty two <laughs> handicap, I really need like a draw driver and then a fade driver. You know that. Did you Especially say twenty two? Yeah, 20, 22 is pretty generous. 22 is a little generous. Yes, um, it is. <laughs> maybe at the muni courses, but yeah. At a, at a very forgiving golf course, I'll give you 22. I'm, I'm going to take JT, and for no specific reason, I just feel really good about it. I just feel great about it. No, he doesn't hit the most fairways, and I know that's a, that'll put him in big trouble, but hey, I like him. I like him a lot. I don't – I to be honest, I have no clue. I think I'm going to go JT as well just because I like him so much. But I, I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put this out there, and some may like think it's. I'm completely off. But I think Kevin Kisner is gonna finish pretty high here. I'm saying like top, top five. What's your reasoning top for that? Five? The only reason I say that is because he hits a lot. He can hit fairways. He doesn't hit it far. He doesn't hit it like. He has an, a crazy short game, and his putting is unreal. So if he can, if he can keep it in the fairway and just like get it on the green, he'll two putt most of the time maybe some one putts we'll see i i think he's just really good putter in my opinion and i think at this course you need to have a good putter which is why i don't think tiger is going to do well right now i'm going with webb simpson webb simpson all right webb simpson the underdog so he's not that good at, at driving you know he's not a big long guy he's average with the with the accuracy but his greens and regulation are probably one of the best. And I don't know if you saw, but there's a video where someone tosses a golf ball on the green. It looks like it's going, you know, roll off, you know, going to the the fringe. And this thing not only stops at the top of the hill, but it rolls all the way back down across to the other side of the green. Like it's going to be insane. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be hard to watch. I don't know how you put like that. The guys yeah. that are crafty around the greens are, are going to yeah. be up towards the top. People that have really good short games are going to do well, in my opinion. But Definitely. Not only short game, it's about, like, getting out of that deep rough, like getting out of those shit situations. Like, you have to know yeah. your, your danger shots. So the last thing to follow up with golf is uh, DJ one player of the year. I think that was pretty obvious. Yeah. And then uh, Scotty Scheffler won rookie of the year. You know, like he posted him. a 59. I like it. Round of fifty nine. I like it. I like it. Good for him. him. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's go into some baseball for the day. So, baseball. We got Pirates v Reds. Reds take this one four to one. Reds are half game back of the Cardinals for a playoff spot. Uh, Mets v Phillies. Phillies four to one. Phillies half game back of the Marlins for second place in that division. Yankees v Blue Jays. Yankees twenty to six. Yankees overtake the Jays for second place in that division. Luke Voigt hits home runs seventeen and eighteen to take the MLB lead. Luke Voigt, 
Luke Voigt is leading the MLB in home runs. So that's, now he's leading by two, right? That's a statement in itself. Yeah, Trout has 16, I, th- I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, Brewers, versus, Brewers versus Cardinals. Brewers 18-3, to three, some big scores in this one. Brewers one game back of the Cardinals for second place. Twins v. White Sox. White Sox 6-2. to two. White Sox um, in first by three games now. Pretty, pretty, pretty solid in that division. Um, Dodgers v. Padres. Dodgers three to one. Dodgers now two and a half ahead of the Padres. Had a little scare for a while, but um, they should be all right. Uh, I think they're going to get first in the division. And now for our nobody cares because nothing Wait, really changed. Really quick. Yeah, what's up? The Angels are in my hot seat, just like all of us because I know we're all Angels fans. But I just want to state a fact. I'm not going to go too much into it. The Angels are first in money spent on infielders, second in money spent for outfielders, and I think they're about like 25th for money spent on pitchers. And most of that money comes from um, Tehran, who they paid $9 million. If you take them out, we're dead last for pitching. Tehran today gave up four runs in two innings, and he is approaching a ERA. So that's where the Angels are at right now. <laughs> Yeah, so I was just I was just about to get to that game. Diamondbacks versus Angels. Diamondbacks nine to eight, and they were up seven to one. Angels came back and then they blew it. So that's of course nice. they did. Yeah. What's and, new? I guys, I'm gonna start. I don't know why you made me talk about the Angels in anything other than the nobody cares because nothing changed games because nothing at all will ever change with the Angels. They will always suck. So unfortunately, I could not put them in that segment because Brennan made me move them up. Okay. The only reason that they could change is if they go down. Exactly. <laughs> no, and, and yeah, if, if the only reason they'll change is if they secure the number one draft pick, then they're not yeah, in the that's nobody so cares segment. Then it's like the top of the freaking list, baby. <laughs> here we go. Nobody cares games. We got Red Sox v. Marlins, Red Sox two to zero, Nationals v. Rays, Reds, Rays six to one, Royals v. Tigers, Tigers six to zero, Braves versus the Orioles, Braves five to one, Rangers versus the Astros, Astros four to one, Indians v. Cubs, Cubs six to five. A's v Rockies, Rockies three to one. All right, let let's talk a quick NL playoff race. And what we're talking, boys, we are talking the NL Central. So let me give you the standings right now. We have the we have the Cubs and they they took the top of the division. Then we got the Cardinals in second. We have the Reds a half game back of the Cardinals and the Brewers one game back of the Cardinals. So you got. Three teams just fighting That's for a spot so right there. Dude, Every year, man, they're always all right there. It's fun to watch, and one, um, and right now, the second place. Neither of those uh, other two teams are in the spot for the wild card. So, like that second place is whoever gets in the playoffs. So, three of them are yeah. fighting right for it. That's crazy. So, and I mean, go ahead. With this COVID schedule, are we having it where they're playing like each other in the division, like where they're going to be beating each other up? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. I mean, right now it's Milwaukee versus Cardinals, and Cardinals just threw up Flaherty, and the Brewers scored 18 runs today. So that's not what you want to see as a Cardinals fan. All right, that's it for baseball. Um, we will keep a close eye on that playoff race because that's awesome. So let's go into a preview of the Thursday night football game. All right, you guys ready for the shit bowl between the Bengals and the Browns, baby? Because <laughs> no one's excited for that. No, we are not. The Browns, though, are favored by five and a half, surprisingly, in my opinion. Joe, who you got in that game? You know, I'm going to pass because I want to see what <laughs> you guys pick and because I really could go either way here. I'm going to go the Bengals right straight from the gate. 
I'm, okay. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't think the Browns Brandon. are good. Um, I was thinking the Bengals. Well, yeah. I like Joe Burrow. The Browns suck, but here's, here's my thing. They suck, but, like, you know, if you look at their games, it's like half of them, their dog shit came and put up two scores. The other half, like, they're somewhat of a decent, like, 500 team. I think they could be a 500 team beating the Browns, you know, beating the Bengals in this game. And the fun stat of the day is that the Bengals are 9-2 and two against the spread against the Browns. While the Browns are seven and two against the spread on Thursday night football, so I, I can't tell you. I, I don't know on this one, but Brandon, I'm still on the Browns. Brennan, thank you for those two completely useless co- facts. Compute completely useless and contradictory facts that just confused me even more. I appreciate that. I like being the stats guy and throwing out stats just to make myself sound smarter, even though they convolute against each other. <laughs> God, that is so stupid. So who you got, Brennan? The Browns or the Bengals? Give me the Browns. All right. Kyle, who you got? Kyle? Well, obviously, I got to make up for last week. Yes. I do think the Browns will win this game, but I don't think that they're going to cover that. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be exactly like the Chargers game. It's going to be neck and neck, and I'm going with the Bengals covering. Lone Wolf, baby. Lone Wolf. Whoa, whoa, I said whoa. the Bengals, dumbass. Whoa. I said the Browns. Whoa. Well, Joe's still got to go. I have yet to pick yet. I'm oh, still he's going to say the Bengals. Bengals. You know what, Brendan? You convinced me with those two wonderful stats of yours that the Browns are 7-2 and two against the spread on Thursday Night Football. Give me the Browns, baby. I don't even hear the other stat. Sorry, I just Kyle. It's, it's me and you, man. 7-2. and two. All right. I think this Browns. is what it was on Monday. Yeah, it was on Monday. Oh, it was us on the yeah. – on the Giants, and we lost that one big time. Yeah, so yeah Fred, time for some revenge. We, I think Baker's playing for his life already. So I think he's, I think he's going to crush here. All I right, think Poopy Man's getting at least six targets. Oh, way. and he's better catch him this time. All right, this is going to wrap it up for our podcast here on Wednesday, September sixteenth. Thank you for listening to the Yard Talk podcast, and we will talk to you later. All right, see you, boys. Hey, you guys. boys. Enjoy that wonderful Thursday night football game. Go Browns. Can't believe you're saying that.